welcome to Storytime with Geoshri. Let's continue Wish Tree by Catherine Applegate. Chapter 5 Names aren't the only way we differ from crows. Some trees are male, some trees are female, and some, like me, are both. It's confusing, as is so often the case with nature. Call me she, call me he, anything will work. Over the years, I've learned that botanists, those lucky souls who study the lives of plants all day, call some trees, such as hollies and willows, deoceous, which means they have separate male and female trees. Lots of other trees like me are called monoceous. That's just a fancy way of saying that on the same plant, you'll find separate male and female flowers. It is also evidence that trees have far more interesting lives than you sometimes give us credit for. Chapter six. One thing trees and crows have in common, in fact, one thing all the natural world has in common is the rule that we're not supposed to talk to people. It's for our own protection. At least, that's the theory. I've often wondered if the endless silence is a good idea. There have been so many times I've wanted to speak up, to intervene, to help people. I've never said a word though, that's just the way the world has always worked. Have there been slip-ups? Sure, mistakes have been made. Last year, I heard about a frog named Fly who'd been napping in a mailbox. All frogs are named after bugs they enjoy eating. When the mailman opened the box, Fly leapt out with a frantic croak. The mailman fainted. He woke up to Fly, who was apologizing profusely, squatting on his forehead. Clearly, a breach of the don't talk to people rule. But as always seems to happen, the incident was soon forgotten. After all, the mailman was absolutely certain that frogs can't talk. Just hearing things, he no doubt told himself. Interestingly enough, he retired not long after the frog incident. In any case, when you consider the number of trees and frogs and otters and wrens and dragonflies and armadillos and everybody else in the natural world, you'd think people would have caught on to our little secret by now. What can I say? Nature is tricky and people are, well, sorry, but most of you aren't that observant. Perhaps you're wondering if you're a curious or doubting sort, just exactly how trees communicate. You may find yourself inspecting a nearby ponderosa pine, perhaps, or an aspen or sweet gum, puzzling out the magic. People speak with the help of lungs, throats, voice boxes, tongues, and lips, thanks to an intricate symphony of sound and breath and movement. 
But there are plenty of other ways to convey information. An eyebrow cocked, a giggle stifled, a tear brushed aside. These, too, are ways to express yourself. For a tree, communication is just as complicated and miraculous as it is for humans. In a mysterious dance of sunlight and sugar, water and wind and soil, we build invisible bridges to connect with the world. Frogs have their own way of connecting. Same for dogs. Same for newts and spiders, elephants and eagles. How exactly do we do it? That's for us to know and you to figure out. Nature also adores a good secret. Thank you for listening. Bye, until next episode.